Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with my buddy Johnny Hill, Brian Dacus, and we've got to talk a little bit of football here in this segment, some college football. Also, we got Grizzlies back in action tonight. But man, um, I gotta tell you something, man. I know you all need, you need, you need protection. I need protection. We all need protection. And if you want the best, whether you're on the field or on the road, make sure you have Bob Simpson over at State Farm Insurance. He can buckle you up with auto insurance. He can back you up with life and health insurance. He can cover your business, whether it's starting, growing, or maturing. And don't forget to insure your home, no matter if you're an owner or a renter. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call Bob Simpson today, 901-381-1233 or go online and get a free quote at bobsimpson.org stay protected with your good neighbor bob simpson man i saw this today and i didn't even i don't even know if i believe this do you know the los angeles rams went out there and signed quarterback carson wentz Yes, I did, John. I found that out, man. Yes, man. Um, yep, yep, yep. That means I'd be a little bit worried about the uh, timetable for uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, always a balky, balky left little shoulder thing going on. What is his uh, UCL? Uh, yeah. in his right thumb as well. So he's a little banged up. He gets banged up. He's a little bit old, but he was replaced by Brett Rippon. And he was terrible. Forty five percent of his passes he completed for Buck thirty and a pick in week nine start. That's not gonna get it done. So they go out there and get Carson Wentz, because surprisingly, the Rams are not nearly as bad as we thought they were gonna be. Uh they're not all that great, but they aren't as bad as we thought. And they got a couple of little wide receivers out there who are oh, some yes, studs. They, do. they got some studs on that receiving court, man. Are you shocked how great Puka Nakua is? If I want to be completely honest, John, I didn't think he was going to break out like he just he just took took the NFL by storm, man, in his rookie season. And I just didn't think he was going to like hit the ground running like he like he is, man. Man, he's absolutely he translated amazing, man. Yeah, he he's sick, man. But three and six, I really thought this Rams team was just going to be terrible after they won the Super Bowl. I mean, they put everything into winning that. Uh, you're opening up SoFi Stadium. My man Stan wants his damn championship. They get that bad bad boy. You know, increases how much that thing's worth. So, congrats. Well, that's when they were hosting the Super Bowl. Not yeah, when they yeah, opened yeah. it up when they were hosting the Super Bowl. Rams got there, won yeah, that did. bad boy. Um, but man, um, the wide receiving for the for the Rams is one of the best in football, and these guys get fed. And I'm kind of wondering because I talked earlier, would you rather have Jim Harbaugh or right now this Brian Belichick? I mean, Coach, you know, the Coach, the hoodie, Bill. Coach, Coach Bill. Bill Belichick. Yeah. If you would you rather have him? take over your your organization as the head coach or would you rather have my man Jim Harbaugh but if you look at Sean McVay and you're a wide receiver that's an offense that you want to play in yeah because you get mm-hmm. fed yeah yeah and you get fed look like when, Sean McVay is that dude he he schemes yes. up everything I mean he's getting Cooper Cup Puka Nakua they're getting their work in and yeah man even when Cooper was out look how Puka numbers just went through the roof like and that's 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 one thing as a receiver you know what you get with Sean McVay you're going to be developed man and you're gonna you're gonna get a thousand yards man you're that's what you're gonna, gonna get you're gonna get a thousand yards playing with him bro. you're gonna get fed Sean McVay's a great offensive mind uh got the big one you know he took I mean Sean McVay's done some impressive things I mean Jared Goff got him to a Super Bowl Jared Goff the quarterback that we see today was not the young kid 
that Sean McVay, yeah, you know, basically willed that team and schemed that team all the way to their Super Bowl. Sean McVay is just one hell of a coach. They got one hell of an offense. But my question is about Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel's, you know, in the same vein as that great offensive coach. But Sean McVay went out there and got those dudes on the defense. Like he, he you know, put together a you know complete, complete coaching staff, a complete team, a complete roster. I mean, when you have Aaron Donald over there destroying things. It helps out. But this Miami team, whose defense, by the way, let's remember, they shut out the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half of that football yeah, game. Yeah, they did, man. They did. And you can tell they clicking, John, too. Jalen Ramsey looked great, man. He looking great, man, coming off that injury, man. And Xavier Howard, he's him. He's he's a guy, man. They Xavier got two, Howard is a dude, yeah. Yeah, they got two elite cornerbacks, man. That secondary is amazing, man. That D-line is nasty. Man, that defense overall, man, is good. You got to look out for them. They just – the problem with the Dolphins is, John, they just don't show up in the big games like they should. Well, man. see, this is my question because, again, you're always working. You're completely piecing things together so that you're playing your best football at the end of the season. Do you yeah. ever want to lose a game? No. Do you want to get embarrassed? I mean, it's it's weird. You know, they average yeah. over 30 points when they're playing teams without a winning record. They're averaging just over 20 points. They're averaging right at 20 points when they play like the Bills, the Eagles, and of course the Chiefs. They only mustered 14 points last week. Their offense was a mess. Chiefs defense is for real. But I'm just impressed with the fact because I think I'm not worried about Mike McDaniel on the yeah, offense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm really not. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, they got shut out in the first half. Kansas City Chiefs got shut out in the second half. It was always about stopping people because. If you look again at the Miami Dolphins and what they've done this year, they've scored points. It's yeah. their defense. I mean, when they played the Chargers, they gave up thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when they, you know, even they gave up forty-eight to the Bills. Yeah, they went out there and gave up thirty-one to the Eagles. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, this defense is getting healthy. Yeah, talk about it. And they got those kind of guys out there that can make those plays. Again, you got to for you, you. A lot of people forget you have. Bradley Chubb coming off that edge. Come on now. Legit. He's legit. You got a serious secondary in Howard and Ramsey back there. Yeah. Two cornerbacks. Both dudes locked down for real dudes. Yes, man. And Deshaun Elliott is a strong safety that will light you up like a Christmas tree and is and is damn good at covering tight ends. Yes, he is, man. So, I mean, I really think this defense is starting to come around in form. You get their defense to play like they played in the second half against the Kansas City Chiefs. You make a few tweaks. Mike McDaniels will get, I mean, A-Chain, he's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get A-Chain back. You're going to have Raheem Moster. Again, these are both dudes in the backfield that are sub-4-3-40 dudes. Yeah. They got a whole track team, man. Tyreek Hill. Waddle. Heck, Cedric Wilson Jr. is playing good. Braxton Berrios is making plays. I like that Claypool kid. Yeah, he – hey – Chase. Yeah, Chase. I mean, I like like the the addition of bringing him over here. I know he's always been a little bit of – uh, <laughs> an issue for yeah, a lot of yeah. people. <laughs> issue is a great way, but like, like, but like, you were just naming a lot of good dudes, right, John? Like Waddle, Tyreek Hill, just Claypool being in that environment, I think would be good for him, man. I he do get too. a chance to really grow up, man. Because well, really he knows be he's not one of those dudes. He's going to have to learn how to be a professional. Yeah, yeah. So, like, John, like you said, I agree. I like him there because any other locker room, I probably wouldn't like him there, but in that one. 
that receiving room, I like them there. Man. But the issues, though, with the Dolphins, which I think this is why, because if you look around the National Football League right now and you basically say the best teams, everybody's going out there and throwing the Baltimore Ravens and also the Cincinnati Bengals all in that AFC North. Uh, a lot of people aren't looking at that Buffalo Bills team anymore as being all that great. When you look out the West, everybody, of course, knows the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, people are starting to fear a little bit this Houston Texans team. They might make the play. They'll make the playoffs because I think they're going to win that division. Yeah, they will. Well, I mean Jacksonville. Never mind. I'm sorry. I forgot. Jacksonville's that division. They're going to win it. I just think the Houston Texans might make, might make a playoff game this year. But what I'm saying is, is like out of all the teams, I still look at the Miami Dolphins. Like, I mean, the Ravens are playing out of their mind. They're they're running the football like nobody's business. I'm going to talk about the Ravens next because they have an advantage. When you got a 300 pound dude who can play like left tackle, tight end, and fullback, come on, man, it's completely changed their come offense. On, and Todd Munkin coming out of Georgia, you know what he knows? Run the damn football. Come on, Lamar man. Jackson ain't doing it with his arm. But Miami, if that defense gets right, that offense, you know what it's going to do. Mike McDaniel can scheme. The key is, can their offensive line ever get healthy this year? Oh, John. That if they can somehow get this yeah. offensive line right, and two is not back there running for his life, Miami can beat anybody. I honestly think they can, man. And when you just look from a talent perspective of Miami compared to all the teams in the AFC, they to me, I feel like they got the best talent, man. They got the most talent. I'm right there with you. And again, then I go back to this this Ravens team. Who I can't believe back in week three lost to the Colts. But look where they're at now. Yeah. Also, damn, they lost to the Steelers this year. Yeah, they did. That's Mike Tomlin doing work. Again, how's that Steelers team five and three when Kenny Pickett's got six touchdowns passes this year? Come on, man. Talk That's about it. it. Talk about it. Talk but, about it, John. Talk about it, man. But anyway, back over to this Baltimore team, though. And, and I'm dead serious. This is like, I don't even know what you would basically like what position you would call him because Ricard's out there just opening up holes, beating people's brains in, um, offensive line. Ta- I mean, he's just, he's a three hundred pound dude, and it's it just don't even make sense how you get this guy. Like Patrick Ricard is a cheat code if it was Madden that we were playing. Yeah, and John, one he's six three. I want you to think about it. he's six three, three hundred and five. Talk about it. They list him as a fullback. Mm-hmm. But what they do is, is like, do you treat him as a fullback when they bring in Mark Andrews and Ricard at the same time, or do you, you know, you treat that as twelve personnel? See, yeah, okay. Then you come over there, and they had the other dumb. They had the other the other little tight end was on the field. They had three of them. Yeah, they, they had, had him in the backfield. End. Yep. Then they put him in motion, and all of a sudden, Ricard blocks on the back end. Because everybody blocks down, and he basically takes the dude, the defensive end, who is the left tackle. Like, he's blocking defensive ends. He's blocking everybody. He's catching passes out of the backfield. He's running people over, and he's getting people open. There was another set where they had Ricard basically playing as a tight end double split, but on the outside, both of them blocked down, and then he just... And Andrews just leaks out behind him. Bing, bang, boom. Lamar Jackson's rolling that way. Everybody's scared. Everybody comes up. Andrews is wide open 20 yards down the field because nobody's on him because he leaks out because it looked 100% like a run. And, man, like you said, he is— Right now, Patrick Ricard is the craziest— wrinkle in football and John Harbaugh is utilizing him. Todd Munkin 
is utilizing him in ways that I don't know if any other team would be able to do that. I, I, it's impressive. Yeah, how – And he's a freak athlete. Yes, man. How the Ravens are using him. He he is already right now an all-pro. He already going to be a pro bowler, all-pro at the fullback position. But how he is moving right now, like no other fullback – because a lot of teams don't use a fullback. And they using him as a tight end. They're using him as an old lineman, like you said, and a fullback. This man is in all these different sets, and he is really just make the offense for the Ravens and that run game more explosive and deadly, man. The only person that's even close, and they're completely different style players, is Yushchek. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle Yushchek out in, yeah. in San Francisco. But you got to realize that's a lot of scheme. He's got more speed, but he's only like 6'2", 240. And he's more like a – as a he's tight not backing, end. Yes, he's, yeah. he's not ba- blocking defense, legit defensive ends. Nah, he's mono not. Mono-y-mono. No, he's not. And plus, a couple formations, they put uh, Patrick Ricard, they put him literally as the left tackle on... On the line, on the offensive line. On the offensive line. line. On the offensive and line. And then they have basically two tackles on the right side, and it's unbalanced. That's what I'm saying, man. And they do some crazy running up out of that. That's why they leading the league like how they is in the rushing yard, man. Because but they it, are, that's what you said, they're doing it, running the damn football. And some on, people man. are saying Lamar Jackson's the MVP. I think it's Ricard, and I think right now. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> because without that, I mean, they're throwing just anybody back there running the football. Remember, they asked J.K. Dobbins. This team's running over everybody's face, and it's all scheme, and it's all using Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and it's all using playing off Patrick Ricard and the way Todd Munkin is scheming. And again, Lamar Jackson, the best legs at quarterback in Come football on. since Mike Vick. Yes, different. I mean, they're putting so much pressure that when they do throw, because they are throwing much, because they're just running the ball, they're bludgeoning you to death, and also scaring you to death with their speed. Like it's just it, this is a great offense. If Odell Beckham Jr., who did catch a touchdown yeah, he last did, week, he did. I know he caught his first one. Yeah, he did. But damn it, if he could round back, I don't know if he'll ever round back into form. But man, if they were getting just a little bit more juice out of him, that Baltimore team would be just filthy. The thing is, John, we we the Ravens don't need Odell to be the old Odell. Odell no, just need to be something. Yes, he just need to be the Odell he was with the with the Rams. That's all they they need him to be, man. Just a receiver who can get it, get the job done when he catch it, make a little play. But he don't need to be the Odell with the Giants. He don't need to be that because he passed that. Now I want you to think about this though. I'm talking about this Ravens team, and I'm so impressed with them again. Lamar Jackson only 187 yards passing last week. Uh, didn't throw any touchdown passes. Again, you can throw anybody back there. You can throw anybody back there to run the ball. It was Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina who led them in rushing last week. Nine carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, damn, man. Baltimore does it different than anybody. They had Keaton Mitchell run the ball nine times. Lamar Jackson ran it 10. Gus Edwards ran it five. Justice Hill ran it 13. Tyler Huntley ran it four times when he came in there and did a little something-something. Like, I'm like, 41 times they ran the football. 
41 times for 298 yards. They are bludgeoning people to death, and their defense is back to playing great. They held Seattle to three points. Come on, John. Talk about This team's just playing different. When everybody out there is playing finesse football, this team's saying that I'm going to beat you unmercifully from the very beginning of the game all the way to the fourth quarter. And if you still want to tackle us, if you still think that you can catch Lamar Jackson on the back end, if you actually think you can like, you know, cover Mark Andrews when he's blocking down so much and then he just leaks out and he's wide damn open, Todd Munkin right now I think is uh, first year as the offensive coordinator in the National Football League after leaving Georgia. He is tearing it up. Yeah, he really is, man. And the Ravens, they just play old school football, man. They're going to hit you in the mouth, and you got to be ready for it, man. Got to be, be ready for, for it. it. Now, the thing that's sad is oh, also um, I'm sick and tired of the NFL and giving us crummy weeks like this week. Like week 10 is trash. <laughs> Talk about it. Like Thursday night, we got the Panthers who were 1-7 against the Bears who were 2-7. and seven. That's oh my, my Thursday goodness. night football game. Are you kidding me, NFL? Like, I, John. Are I you do, kidding me? It's pathetic. I don't know what they was thinking. Even if they did, they do that, a flex schedule. Come on, I bro. know you can't. Know. You you play <laughs> for, you play the first. You put out the schedule for the first four to five weeks. Yeah. After that, you got a good feel. Yeah. And then you 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 can schedule it. Y'all have plenty enough money to get hotels later, do whatever you got to do. But you can see a little bit further in the future and just plan maybe three or four weeks four like four weeks out. Yeah. Having the, the fact that we have the Panthers and the Bears Thursday night. One and seven versus two and seven. And then at eight thirty in the morning from Frankfurt. I mean, we're sending this trash to Frankfurt. Bill Belichick, I'm talking about who would you rather have? Bill Belichick or John Jim Harbaugh, not John. Jim Harbaugh taking over coaching your NFL team. Cause the Patriots are two and seven and look terrible. And a lot of people think he lost that dead gun locker. Man, I, I feel the like the Colts are four and five. Come on, bro. That's the eight thirty game. So we have the Panthers and the Bears, then the Colts and the Patriots, and then on TBS, CBS, we do have one good one. I'm not, I, I got to give it to them. I think it's it's going to be the Texans and the Bengals. Yeah, that that's going to be good. That one's going to be gonna uh, that be one's going to be that's, all right. That's going to be good. But but the, the Fox Fox game, man, we got the Saints and the Vikings. Damn. Uh, yeah, that's not going to be good. <laughs> See, I don't know, man. They just they just kind of screwing things up. They got, I mean, there's just in the afternoon window, like you're either going to watch the Giants and the Cowboys, the Commanders and the Seahawks, or you can watch over at CBS the Lions and the Chargers and Falcons and the Cardinals. These are just terribly scheduled game. And don't even get me started on Sunday night. The Jets and the Raiders. Oh my! I just God. watched the Jets on Monday Night Football, and it was the most boring game in the history of the world. The Jets were terrible. That was. The game was over. Beyond terrible, man. Like, and now I got to watch the Jets on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders. Now the Raiders came back after firing their coach, and they put it on. I can't remember who they put it on last week. They were celebrating. Max Crosby was going banana sandwiches. Oh, they beat the crummy Giants. They were going absolutely crazy. I, I mean, the Raiders, but you know, the Raiders and the and the and the and the Jets just don't do it for me. And no. then guess what? We have on Monday night. Who we got, John? Broncos and the Bills. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know if you know this, Broncos are terrible. Yes, beyond. And, I mean, Josh Allen is – I mean, watching the Bills is interesting because it's like watching, you know, a coach – you know, they, they all say if you do the same thing over and over again and you don't change anything, you're going to get the same damn results. It's like basically insanity. Yeah, it is. Continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's insanity. Very. The Buffalo Bills go out there 
and run the same damn offense the whole game. They don't dictate to the defense. They don't run the football. If they do even do a play fake, linebackers don't even step up. Come on, bro. Like, that's why Josh Allen leads the league in turnovers. That's why he leads the league in interceptions. Because you're, you're, you are not doing him a – Sean McDermott is doing him a disservice. He is. Very much so. Like, that offense is vanilla. It's the same thing. It's Josh Allen, go out there and play backyard football and make me a play. Throw it to Diggs. Uh, they don't – I mean, it's just I – don't, I don't know. But we got Broncos to build. This. I'm just saying the NFL has got to figure this out. Week 10 is terrible. I, was, I, I completely agree with you about the flex schedule, man. They, they need to do something because this is bad for the game as a product, for the NFL as a product, having these games lined up like they is, man. And, and – Bro, nobody wants to see these games. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like there could, there could be some real good ones out there, but oh well. I will say the one good one that I, would, I do want to see is the Browns and the Ravens, so I'm glad I got the package. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, just there's a couple good games, and again, on our in our windows, you got to watch the Panthers and Bears on Thursdays, and then if you're up in the morning, you're watching the Colts and the Patriots. That's just bum football. Yeah. That's bum football and primetime slots, man. Well, 8.30 on Sunday morning is really not that primetime. It's still a standalone game on the NFL Network. Talk about it, John. It is is standalone. It is that. Now, also, i got to tell you about Tito's Handmade Vodka. Best vodka in the world, right? Life hands you lemons. What do you do? What do you do? If life hands you lemons, do you not know what you do? Tell me, John. You make a lemon drop. Just make sure it's with Tito's handmade vodka. You don't freak out. You don't fret. You don't stress. You just make you a lemon bat drop, and everything's going to work out because life is peaks and valleys. I need it's how Tito's. you deal with those valleys to get back on top of those peaks. Tell me, man. Tito's helps me in my, in my valley, helps me get back on top of my peak. It's also the best vodka in the world because it's crafted and distilled here in the United States down in Austin, Texas. Six times distilled, distilled in classic copper pots. That's why it's got a very unique flavor, slightly sweet with that black pepper note. It balances everything out. Doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or drinking it neat. Get your Tito's on today. On the other side, we got some hardened wood because it just feels so good. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. But you got to be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. I'm really fired up. Um, I haven't been this excited for Hardenwood in a while. I've had some good stories, but this one isn't for me. I'm about to hear from, I believe, Brian Dacus. Or is it Johnny Hill? Who's the one who has the story? Brian Dacus has a story about why Ozzy Osbourne quit taking acid. 
Damn, I'm excited about that. Almost as excited as I get when I go shopping at Frontier Western Store, man. 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. When I walk in there and I see all them boots, man, I get I just get excited. My girl gets excited. I do sometimes get a little bit nervous. I'm like, how many pair of boots she gonna get? How many how many jeans is she gonna get? They got all the fall fashions in the ladies' boutique. Man, she could gear up for all year long. I know she goes every week before we go to the old Miss Games. They're in Georgia, so we won't be there this Saturday. But, man, it's been a great year so far, and she looked great. Why? She goes to Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. I look great, too, because I go to Frontier Western Store, and my kids look good. So do my grandkids, because I take everybody to Frontier Western Store. And you know what? My daughter, she lives in Tupelo. She can't get to Olive Branch real easy. You know what she does? She just goes online to FrontierWesternStore.com. They ship your order out within 24 hours. Every order of $75 or more is shipped absolutely free. Frontier Western Store, FrontierWesternStore.com. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Oh, man, I got some stories I could lead off. I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those guys, like, if you get a present, if you're giving out presents for your birthday, like to your kid's birthday, do you start with, like, the weakest present? And then do you climax at the like the peak later on, or do you just want to go ahead and give them the big thing, like right off the bat, so they freak out and lose their mind? Uh, I usually start small and then go big. You start small and then go big. <laughs> All right, um, that was uh, interesting. So this is this one has to do since he's so he's going with acid. I'm going with mushrooms. So a 21 year old who lives in his mother's home. Was arrested this weekend. His name is Weston Soul. You know they were some hippie, hippie parents. Well, do you know why he got re- arrested? Why is that? Because police, when they went by his home, kind of noticed that my man had... Um, it wasn't residential ventilation. It was like commercial ventilation systems that were visibly, and they were on the outside... Uh, into his garage, his like sep- garage that was separated from his house. Um, and basically, many drug labs use this type of ventilation system. So that, you know, they go out there and they see what he's doing, tells them that they can't come in. So they go out there and get a warrant. When they go inside, they found $8.5 million worth of magic mushrooms. Wow. Bro, you. How the hell are you gonna move eight point five million dollars worth of mushrooms at twenty one years old? You gonna be on Goose Tour? You gonna be at every dead gum? Lucas Nelson? You gonna be a panic? You gonna be at every fish show? You gonna be partying like you're gonna be at all any dead and company rat dog? You going to see everybody? Sturgill? What's up, Sturgill? Ain't got everybody. Just go live at Red Rocks. This, this little young fella, man, I got to admit, I mean, he's a little entrepreneur. He's trying to make that money. Weston's soul. Unfortunately, Weston now has been arrested um, for the illegal fungus operation. And um, I don't know. Good luck, Weston. I don't think we're going to see luck, you in Weston. a while. Also, man, like, dude, his, his setup, his mushrooms were looking really good. I was looking at some of these pictures. I mean, these were big Cubensons. These weren't like little stems, man. These these weren't little missile caps. These were huge. Oh my goodness! Now, um, what else did we have that was interesting today? Oh yes, Ozzy Osbourne doing acid. 
and why he quit. Yes, John, I I saw this on Twitter uh, earlier today. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, said in an interview that he gave up taking acid while a recording of uh, Black Sabbath's Volume 4. This was his quote about quitting acid. I took 10 tabs of acid, then went for a walk in a field. I ended up standing there talking to this horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to F off. That was it. I stopped cold turkey. That's actually pretty fascinating. That That is pretty fascinating. Um, Talk to a horse for an hour. What would you talk uh, about with a horse for an hour, John? Um, I mean, you could talk about anything. Do you know that they do this therapy with horses now? Like uh, people who are struggling from trauma and anxiety, they now have therapy horse for therapy. the horse or therapy for, for the, the person. They go oh, out there and they sit there and they pet the horse and they look in its eye and they talk to the horse for a couple hours. And yeah, these people are getting paid to do it. They do it in Germantown. I'm huh. not joking with you. My girlfriend goes, I think does I want to do this kind of therapy. Does the horse talk back? I mean, if you ever watch Mr. Ed, I was yeah. about to say that's the only time I ever heard a horse talk. Well, I mean, it's it's happening. It's happening. Now, you want to know something else that's pretty cool, by the way? Sure. Uh, This has nothing to do with acid or mushrooms. This has to do with, I have been saying this since I started on this airwaves years and years ago. If you see a dude with cauliflower ears. Oh, don't mess with them. Walk the other way. Don't mess with them. Because they going to whip your ass. That's right. Like, period. End of discussion. Because that means they an MMA fighter. And I don't know if you know this. Those dudes are trained to fight. Yeah, they have some sort of wrestling background. Like, it like, it's something crazy, man. They, like, you, you, all of a sudden you're talking smack to somebody, and then a, like a foot hits you upside your uh-huh. head. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, where'd that foot come from? Yeah, no thank you. You can't even get your foot, ab- foot, foot above your head, let alone this dude's like, oh, man, crane kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah, don't play no games. Well, this this dude obviously didn't learn his lesson. Javier Baez, not the baseball player, okay? Just a crazy man. Well, he was... Uh, Bet he hits better than in Javier Miami. Baez. <laughs> oh, definitely doesn't make as much money. Um, my man, by the way, is... Uh, the dude who I'm talking about that is the MMA fighter is Javier Baez. Again, not the baseball player. He's the MMA fighter. He lives in Miami. So he's out for Halloween, okay? Like, he's doing Halloween things. Like, the little trigger treat, little, little something-something. He's going back to his apartment, and then all of a sudden, Omar Marrero is out there and has some words with Javi Baez for some reason. And then all of a sudden, Omar escalates things to another level and pulls a knife out. Real knife or fake knife? Oh, real knife. Interesting. The best thing about this, you can go watch the video because it's all been caught on video. I, of those I, I saw it. It was, man, and then all of a sudden, like, like I'll be honest, Javi Baez didn't, like, try to work him. He didn't try to do anything. He was like, yo, man, you better chill. Try to calm him down. Well, the dude got even more pissed off and then turned around and ran to his car and got another knife. So now my man's got two knives. And you know what? Javi Baez didn't get nervous. He stood there, talked to him as calm as I've ever seen anybody. Like it looked like, like it looked like that dude had ice water running from him. It looked like that dude just left the brothel. He was just chill, you know what I'm saying? Just like looked like he could take a nap standing up. All of a sudden, my man, Mister Marrero, starts wielding the knife at him like he's gonna stab him. It's a mistake because he ended up on his back with no knives in a chokehold, and the dude was so bad that he choked him out, called the cops. 
And when he re- regained conscious, choked him back out. Javi Baez, you just proved my uh, whole thing about if you ever see a dude with cauliflower ears. By the way, his ears look like they were cauliflower bad. Like, you know how I made fun of my, my man ears from Texas? Avaldi. Nathan Avaldi. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, you can see Avaldi's ears from like three miles away. But you can see my man's ears are cauliflower definitely if you're standing within 20, 30 feet of him. And that dude was like five feet away. Telltale sign. Don't mess with a dude with cauliflower ears. And then Jake Paul, you know, he's a big deal, they say. Well, is that what they say? Um, yeah, he's like the number one YouTuber guy or was or something. Huh. He was on Disney, wasn't he? He's a child sure star. Was, yeah. Um, he's now started a fight promotion company that's making all kinds of people buku amounts of cash. Speaking of uh, the Pauls, Logan Paul won some WWE belt last week. You should ask Dustin about it. Damn it. Why I didn't, didn't think t- about it. Well, I, I didn't even think about it till now. But he won some sort of WWE, some some sort of belt. When I'm supposed to have done something earlier, you can keep that in your back pocket. It's right, right here, though, right here need, next to my wall. I don't need no regret. Now, um, Jake Paul, he is going to do another fight because that's kind of what he does. He's seven and one. Well, he's going to fight an actual boxer. His name is Andre August. It's going to be next month. He's actually a pro fighter. He's got more knockouts, more TKOs, much more experience. He's a real, real professional fighter. But he's only 35 years. I mean, he's 35 years old, while Jake Paul is 26. Now, this is the smallest name Jake's ever agreed to fight. This ain't like some YouTuber with a million followers or... or uh, What's his name again? His name is um, some August. What was it? I just said it, damn it, man. Why don't you listen? I, well, Andre I August. There we go. I didn't, I didn't want to look him up until you started talking about him. And so I I wanted to look him up and see what his record is. He's like a 10-1 cruiserweight fighter. He's got five knockouts under his belt. And um, they say he's the best boxer by far that Jake Paul has ever fought. Hmm. But Jake Paul's coming out and saying, which is kind of funny... He's I don't 10 know. And one. Yeah, he's ten and one. His last fight, he just had a fight, eight uh, eleven, which was what back in August. I mean, he's 5'10", 200 pounds, so he's smaller than Jake. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't see this as being like. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Everybody tunes in to watch him get beat up, so he's gonna make all of his money. But yeah. I can't believe this, man. I, I'm kind of actually late, late. As of late, this is so sad. I've had a little more respect from Jake Paul. Interesting. You know why? I don't know. Because, dude, I saw his house in Puerto Rico in his daggum car, and I saw his girl, and I said to myself, I ain't got none of that. Hmm. So I'm now envious. Interesting. And I ain't 26 years old, man. I wish I could go back to being 26 years old. (laughs) Oh, man. That's just weird. Jake Paul doing his thing. Uh, Wild MMA attacks. And then we have... um, Brian Cashman, did you see this? Did not. He actually has been defending his job. Um, a lot of people are actually calling for him to get fired. And he came out and he says, we're pretty freaking good. He said, I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the people that we have in this organization. He's coming back and fighting. I don't know if you knew this. You just, you know, y'all finished the second to last place last year. Two games over 500 despite... A $279 million payroll. I mean, Joey Gallo, you brought him. You brought in Sonny Gray. They struggled mightily. I don't I don't know about this, but that doesn't feel like... Uh, 
My man Cash is really doing his job. I hate to say it. I just don't feel like... I wouldn't say y'all are feeling... And by the way, Anthony Rizzo looks like he is done. I mean, come on now. You got Aaron Judge. Yeah, you re-signed him after he went, like, you know, past Roger Maris. But outside of Judge right now... and I mean, I'll give you... I mean, you do have Garrett Cole, too. But you're paying both of them some bank. You can't put any other pieces around these jokers? Like, come on, Cash. Quit quit talking crazy, man. By the way, Zion, you know he's out, by the way. He's out tonight. He's not going to play. He's not injured. I said earlier, Zion for the Pelicans will not play tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I found out why. He's out for personal reasons. It's not his mental health or anything like that. Do you know what the personal reasons are? Yeah, remember that girl that got pregnant? Uh-huh. Oh, she she having her baby? She's in labor, bro. Wow, good for him. Congratulations. Man, that was remember that was the uh, the lavish gender reveal party back in the day. Oh yeah, and then it brought out the um, crazy women. Yeah, remember the other wet woman who said uh, she was pregnant by him. Uh huh. And then like made like a bunch of videos about it. Oh man, she all was stuff. all over social media just saying like, oh man, it was it was just rough to be honest with you. I don't know, man. I felt like I felt kind of bad for him, but huh. also felt bad for the Pelicans organization when he drafted him and he barely ever plays. Now, back to a uh, little Swifty talk. You know, oh, I love a little Tay Tay. So, what do you think about what Brittany Mahomes did today? What'd she do today? Miss that. She made her debut of a picture of her and Taylor Swift wow. drinking champagne. Wow. And she has posted it from Taylor Swift's New York condo. Ooh. So, uh, Brittany Mahomes is now also moving up in the world. Is that crazy? You know, John, I'm glad they really hit it off. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, she sings really good, and then she goes out and hangs out with Brittany Mahomes, and you got Kermit the Frog showing up. Hey, guys. Like, that's Pat Mahomes and his little weirdo voice. I don't even know how she stands it. Like, I thought she had a good ear. Kermit comes home. Hey, guys. What's going on? (laughs) I don't know. Uncalled for it, John. Uh, I, I'm just surprised. I mean, Taylor Swift, I mean, she's a singer. She's all about all that. And did you hear also, Jason Kelsey was not, he was not named one of the sexiest men alive. Did you know that that came oh, out? Oh, ridiculous, John. Um, did I say, who did I say was not named it? Travis. Travis was not named. Oh. But, but do you know who was named? Have you ever seen him? He's beautiful. Who's better looking, him or his brother? Travis. You think Travis is better oh, looking? Yeah. Travis borderline hot. Well, Jason Kelsey was named one of the no. sexiest men. Travis's brother. You've got him confused, John. Nope. You got him you got him mixed up. Man, I'm I'm right here, bro. I'm I'm right here. I will say though, Jason Kelsey is probably the more talented of the two brothers. Really? Did you know he plays instruments? He sings. He sings, yeah. He um, sings Christmas music. John, we should have had the Christmas music playing. Man, and, and now he's one of the sexiest men alive. Wow, I mean, he can him. sing good, too. Yeah, he can. And by the way, do you think Tay-Tay would, uh, like, Tay-Tay would drop Travis for the older brother? I think, uh, I think Travis... Uh, like, think, we've uh, seen this happen in high school. I, I think Jason... Could this happen on a huge level? I, I believe Jason's married. Oh, are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because she would be with Jason then over Travis. He's the sexiest man alive. He's one of the sexiest men alive, yeah, man. He's, he's been married since 2018. He has a couple kids, I think, too. Did you know that he went to um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. 
Did you know that when he went to Cincinnati, he was a fullback? Really? Yeah. Wow. And in his third year at Cincinnati, he switched to the offensive line. Wow, I didn't know that. And then this dude goes on, and he's what, like seven, eight, nine time. Uh-huh. How many? How many damn Pro Bowls has Jason Jason been to? Oh, good question. I mean, damn, one of the best centers in all of football. Six time. Do you know what his brother Travis went to Cincinnati to play? Uh, I, I, do, I don't know. Quarterback. I, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know and that. And they turned him into a tight end. Wow. So those coaches at Cincinnati, man, give a little big tip at the cap to turn in the Kelsey brothers. Hey, you ain't no quarterback, son. You a tight end. You're no fullback. By the way, you ain't just a You're good. center. You ain't just a good tight end. You're going to be a great tight end. Travis Kelsey, best tight end in football. Then you got Jason Kelsey, best center in football. Like, this is crazy, man. Quarterback and fullback. All pros. But the sexy ones, uh, Jason. Now, we're going to take a quick timeout, but first, I got to tell you about something extremely amazing. Have you heard about the new East Memphis Little Italy? If you haven't, man, you are missing out. It's at 6300 Poplar Avenue. It's hidden in the back at the corner of Poplar and Massey. It's right over there. You know where I'm talking about, corner of Poplar and Massey. Head on over there. You know there's like a one restaurant out front that's always got people in front of it. Pull in back there and go to Little Italy. I'm telling you, it's the best pizza I've ever had. These dudes do not play. They get the best ingredients around. They're very particular about their dough, their cheeses, their meats. They are out of control. And right now, if you purchase an 18-inch pizza or an entree, and you can get an entree from a calzone to lobster ravioli, uh, rigatoni, vodka, lasagna, they got it all. You order one of these entrees or an 18-inch pizza, get a complimentary dessert. You get a mini uh, cannoli. Or a free slice of New York cheesecake. Again, that's East Memphis Little Italy. They want to spoil you with a piece of Italy you can feel, taste, see, and enjoy and eat. East Memphis Little Italy. It's, uh, again, 6300 Poplar, hidden in the back of the corner of Poplar and Massey. Don't you dare touch the dial. We got bets on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. We are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. That is one of those things. When things get too heavy, just call me helium. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, hanging out with Johnny Hill, Brian Dacus. Again, big thanks. We had uh, my man, Dustin Starwin, earlier, wrestling Grizzlies. Grizzlies tonight at the Heat, by the way. You can see Dustin down there taking care of business. Hustle's getting ready to rock. Um, you can also see him there. But big thanks to uh, all the fun that we've had. But today, I'm going to help you all make a little bit of money. Uh, got some uh, action going on tonight. You know that, right? Maxion, we got three Maxion games. Got some good NBA games. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not handicapping the NBA because one, I am not very good at it. I listen to other people. By the way, Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports will be on this Friday. That's the person that I listen to when it comes to most sports. 
But man, I do some I do some football, you know what I'm saying? I ain't afraid of a little football. And again, tonight we have the real deal holy field maction. But before I get to that, I gotta say I got a little I'm a little upset about finding this little story at do you know who like Alabama Moorhead State game was played last night. Did you hear about this? Yes. And I was it uh Brian, was it two nights ago? Was it two nights ago? Yeah. I just I heard about it like yesterday or like I, I think it was the half court shot. Yeah, wasn't that like two nights ago? It might have been. It could mean Monday was just the other day. Monday, Tuesday. It was Monday, whatever. Monday, Tuesday. Still, the point is. Talk that talk. You won't believe the kid who hit the half-court shot that they showed on ESPN. Did you hear about what his his prize was for hitting a half-court shot? What was the prize? I mean, I hate to say this, but it's definitely the worst prize in the history of the the world for hitting a half-court shot. He got a $200 gift card. That could be redeemed at Full Moon Barbecue Restaurant. Bro, they ain't got no central. It's Full Moon. This ain't central or smoke <laughs> is their sauce, my they friend. Got a, they got off with that. Full Moon Barbecue. <laughs> this ain't Memphis Barbecue, man. They're giving away non-Memphis Barbecue and a, only 200 bucks. Like, how many racks of ribs at Full Moon that's not going to be nearly as good as Central Barbecue can you get for 200 bucks? Telling you right now, if you're out there, man, you know, just eatcbq.com. You can ship that barbecue. You can do some catering. You can also find all their locations because, you know, they got five of them. They all over the place. They downtown, midtown, summer, poplar, now in South Haven. Central barbecue. Smoke is their sauce. Get your gear on today. Now, I'm going to win you more than $200. Again, we got football on tonight. It's Maction. I'm not taking the Grizzlies. I'm going to root for the Grizzlies. The line right now is one and a half. There's not an NBA game that I'm really all that interested in. But again, there is college football, and I got to play. First game of the night, Akron versus Miami of Ohio. Akron is terrible. Like, they just a bad damn football team. And and you're thinking to yourself, Wednesday night, I'm going to lay 17 points. Damn right you are. The zip are awful. Like, it is... It is terrible, terrible, terrible. And you know who the quarterback is for Miami of Ohio? Who's the quarterback? Brett Gabbert. Oh, yeah. He's got some good genes in him. Brett Gabbert. Don't know if he's related. But he's damn good little quarterback. He's going to tear things up. I'm laying the 17 again. Akron Zip have a six-game losing streak. They got beat last week by man. They got beat by Kent State, who is also terrible. This is just this is just a bad football game. Lay the seventeen. The, the line open up at fifteen and a half. It has moved to seventeen. Maybe buy you have a point to get it under the seventeen, but I feel comfortable even at twenty one. There is relation there, John. There is older he, brother Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert is his older brother. We got Blaine Gabbert's little brother on some action on a Wednesday, laying 17. It's going to happen. Book it, Dano. Is that from Hawaii 5 I think so. You have no clue, Johnny. But uh, thanks for I trying. Think so. <laughs> thanks think for so. trying, my friend. Yeah, we're rocking with some Miami of Ohio. Go Grizzlies tonight. I hope you drop the heat. We need that first home victory. But hell, that's my time. For Johnny Hill, for Bryant Dakis, I'm John Harden. Get out there. Make this world a better place. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace.